0: is from Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 4 to 14. It's found on page 788 of the Bible. Sorry, 789. Jeremiah chapter 4, 29 starting at verse 4. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce, marry and have sons and daughters, find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there, do not decrease. Also, They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my gracious promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me... ...and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me... ...when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord and will bring back from and bring you back from captivity i will gather you from all the nations and places where i have banished you declares the lord and bring you back to the place from which i carried you into exile this is the word of the lord thanks be to god
1: good morning the second reading is taken from luke chapter 12 Verses 22 through to 34, uh, and that is on page uh, 1045 of the Bible. Do not worry. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens, they do not soap or reap. They have no storing or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than the birds. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the lilies grow. They do not labour or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendour was dressed like one of these. For your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your positions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will not be exhausted. Where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the word of the Lord.
2: Shall we pray? Mm -hmm. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your willingness to be found by us. To reveal your kingdom and to draw us into it as we seek you through your son with all our hearts Amen Did you find Jesus? This is a joke, okay (laughs) Have you spotted him yet? Have you been to see The Lion, the film? A small boy gets lost, not in the Rose Garden, but in a railway station, and spends the rest of his life searching for his family. A mother waits year after weary year to be found. You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. What an amazing verse for our theme verse this year. What an amazing promise. You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. The verse goes on, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. So here is our theme verse card. I trust you all got one as you came in. Did you get one? Now here is a radical departure. For us as a church. In all the 25 years that um, I'm aware that we've been having theme verses for years and years and years, we've only ever had one card. And this year, just to show how different 2017 is going to be, we have two cards of blessing. So if you feel that this promise needs to be a promise for you through the winter months, but you didn't get one of those cards, you got one of the blue summer skies, then maybe there's somebody sitting next to you who really wants to swap because for them, they would like to know that this card goes through the winter and on into the summer. So do feel free to swap with somebody else who would like to. Or you can always sneak out afterwards as you're, as you're leaving the church and see if you can swap yours for the different color. But the same words on them both. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So the Israelites are in exile, we were hearing about that last week. They're far, far from Jerusalem and the destroyed temple which used to be God's home, the place where he dwelt. But in these words, God promises them that they can still find him amongst the suffering and the struggle of their distant new land. You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you and will bring you back, declares the Lord. You see, it's not the geographic location where you're looking. It's not here in the St. Jude's building or in Jerusalem. It's how you look that's going to count. In the two passages that we heard today, we're going to find several different ways of seeking God. We can seek him in our inner hearts, in prayer and worship. We can seek him amongst his people, in friendship and care, or we can seek him out in the world, in beauty, in service, in engagement with society, in intercession, and in witness. But first, I'd like you to turn to the person that you just chatted with earlier and ask them or tell them Which of these ways you find the easiest and which the hardest to look for God? Is it in your inner heart? Is it here in church? Or is it out in the world? Which do you find easiest and which do you find hardest? Have a chat with each other. Uh, Let's turn to our Old Testament passage and see what uh, God has to say about these different ways. You'll find it in page 789, if you want to turn to it, in the pew Bibles beside you. Pew Bibles, it's a long time since we've had pews here. The church Bibles beside you. Page 789, page 789, verse 5. God's prompting Jeremiah to write to the exiled Israelites to tell them where to look for him now. And God suggests that they begin by seeking him not in their hearts, as we would possibly think, would be the first place to look, but to seek him amongst his people. Verse five Build homes and raise families together. Verse five, verse six, sorry. Increase in numbers there, increase and do not decrease. That's the first sign of God's presence amongst them. Survival and flourishing. Next, God suggests they find him by engaging in their community around them. Verse 7. Seek its peace, its prosperity. Intercede for it. As God blesses your community, so you too will be blessed. You will find God's presence in it. And finally, God urges them to seek him directly, to call on his name, seeking him with all their hearts, all their inner commitment in wholehearted worship. Verse 12, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you. Worship which is wholehearted with all your heart. Well, if you turn to our New Testament passage, that's page 1045. Page 1045, verse 22. Page 1045. We see much the same there. Jesus is teaching his disciples how to seek God when they, like the exiles of long ago, are worrying about what to eat and what to wear. Verse 23. Jesus starts at the other end from the letter to the Israelites with their inner relationship with God. Learn to trust your heavenly Father. Verse 24, trust him for your harvest. Verse 25, trust him for the next hours of your life. Verse 27, trust him for your clothing. Verse 29, don't be anxious. And don't get fixated on possessions. Verse verse 30, your Father already knows that you need them and he will supply your need. So if we're to start, Jesus suggests, with our inner relationship, verse 31, he suggests we go on to remember that we're not on our own. Together you are the people, the family, the flock of your king, your father, your shepherd. Verse 32, together, little flock, you will receive his love. And finally, verse 33, Jesus goes on, seek God through generosity, your generosity to those around you in the world. Sell and give to the poor. Secure riches in God's love for you by giving your riches to those he loves. So, three different ways that we can seek God, all beginning with the letter P, so they're obviously correct. We can seek him in his presence, our inner relationship with him, We can seek him in his people, learning mutual flourishing, caring, and unity, and we can seek him by partnering in his passions and his plans and his purpose for the world and for our lives. Well, as I look back on our sabbatical, I can see that Rachel and I were seeking God in all three of these ways, spending time seeking him in his presence on retreat. I was reading through the book of Revelation with Tom Wright, seeking vision and courage for the future. Seeking him and his people, enjoying each other's company, Rachel and I, praying for all you guys, and especially for the Fry family. Visiting gatherings of his family across the world, especially connecting up with uh, friends of ours who have, we had known as Christians long before. And partnering in his purposes as we served his homeless in London through crisis at Christmas. So here's my challenge to you this year. Will you determine, each of you as individuals and all of us as a church together, to seek the Lord with all of our heart, wholeheartedly? Because it's only when we seek him with all of our heart that he promises that we'll find him, that he'll put himself in a place where we can find him. So, how will you seek him this year? Will you seek him in his presence? You could try giving some time to him every day if you 're not already doing that, reading the Bible and drawing close to him in prayer. If you want some tips or some encouragement on that, just come and see one of us, a member of staff, one of the clergy if you uh, you could try consciously trusting jesus for the necessities of each day as you make your breakfast as you commute into work as you check your diary to see what's on the cards for today or as you wake in the middle of the night with worries spinning around in your head trust jesus draw him close to him in faithful prayer If you wanted to seek him in his people, you could try joining Christianity Explored. We've just been hearing about that. Or a house group. Or a um, a ministry team. Just ask one of us again. You could come more regularly to this Sunday service. A few of us come every week. Not all of us. You could be coming more regularly. You could be joining a house group. Um, Each week you could choose somebody you know from church, somebody that you could encourage or care for or pray for. You could start a prayer triplet. And through that accountability, that growing strong friendship, as people, one or two people get to know you better and better, you could start to work on some of the character uh, flaws that you know that your Heavenly Father would really like you to be getting uh, grips with. Or if you wanted to seek him in partnership with his mission purposes in the world, you could try telling your friends about Jesus, about your faith. You could join an intercession group or an outreach team. You could determine to be more generous this year than you were last year, choosing to give more money or more time to those who are in need. As Isaiah says, generous people plan to do generous things. And they stand firm in their generosity. So how will you seek him this year? As I begin this year, back from sabbatical, there are four things particularly on my heart. Firstly, that we should learn to pray with determination and with faithfulness. Secondly, that together we should sort out the terrible but not unexpected uncertainties and difficulties of our finances following the shocking death of our treasurer in november thirdly that we should discover what new outreach ministry god wants us to take up next possibly a sustained ministry to the homeless and fourthly and this is the thing that's really exciting me at the moment that we should take up the amazing opportunity that the diocese is offering to us to plant a new congregation at St. Margaret's down Highland Road. Now, this church began its life 160 years ago as a church-planting church. Within 10 years, we had planted two congregations, one at St. Simon's and one at St. Peter's. Both of those buildings are filled with flourishing Christian life now, 160 years later. In the 150 years that followed, we lost a grip on that particular bit of our DNA, of our vision calling. And I am so excited at the possibility that in this generation, your generation, my generation, we might have the opportunity to re-grasp that opportunity of becoming a church-planting congregation once again. Well, Rachel, not surprisingly, returns with a renewed passion for us to pray wholeheartedly for our young people. I'd like to read to you, because she's not here, she's busy uh, sorting out our young people and children, I'd like to read to you some words that she has written for a report for the PCC. She says this. Over the past few years... We've enjoyed fantastic provision for our children and young people from 0 to 18 with lots of exciting groups and activities. But right now, our children, sorry, our young people, our youth ministry is shrinking to the point where it could soon disappear. Besides blighting our children's faith as they grow, this would also have a massive impact on our wider church life. I could see our congregation And our ministry dwindling as a result. We'll only reverse this if we pray with determination and commitment for our young people. I've invited people to join me in prayer, but few do. This suggests to me that most people at St. Jude's, whether or not they're parents, that for them the spiritual development of our teenagers is not important. Or they they hope that someone else has it covered. I can't force anyone to care about young people, so I pray that by God's grace we will be roused to action. If we want to see our church grow and our young people as adults basing their lives on the truth of the gospel, then we must wake up from our apathy. We have no more time to be half-hearted as Christians. We must seek God with all our hearts for the children and young people for whom he has given us responsibility. Hard words for us to hear. Well, I know that, like the mother in the film Lion, God longs for us to return to him, to seek him with all our hearts. And I know that as we do so, Jesus will ignite in us his love and his passion and empower us to deal with our own struggles, to reach out to the lost, the broken, and the next generation in this parish, and also, perhaps, in St. Margaret's. Would you join me in seeking God? I'm asking you, as a token of our longing to find God, that all of us, the whole church, should come together on one of two occasions. The evening of Tuesday, February the 7th, and the morning of Saturday, February the 11th. Because you've only just heard these dates and they're not in the news sheet because I've only just invented them, I'm going to give you one of these notes on your way out and ask you to go and look in your diary. I suspect that many of you, when you look at the dates with your diary, will say, oh, well, what a shame. That's impossible. But that's the point of the words with all your heart. Making the impossible possible because we care enough. If you could find a way to be with us on one of those two occasions, then we as a whole congregation would be greatly encouraged by your presence. And together, we'd be able to declare to God our longing, our yearning, our intention, our decision to seek him this year with all our hearts. Let's seek joy in his presence Let's seek protection for his people. And let's seek partnership in his mission purpose. Some of us here today maybe have never actually found God in the past. We've bounced around on the outskirts of his friends We've hoped to be drawn in, but it's never yet happened for us. Well, why not try again this year with all your heart? Perhaps you would join Christianity Explored that you were hearing about earlier, which Adam will be leading starting on February the 1st. Perhaps there you'd be able to answer the question on the front of my invitation What's the best news? You've ever heard? Well, there's a clue in our theme verse card for this year. Some of us have found God in the past. You know Jesus is the way and the truth and the life, and that we come to the Father through him. But somehow you've lost touch with him in your busy and struggling lives. Why not look for him in his people? Join us again every Sunday. And in weekday fellowship, and rediscover Jesus' presence as you flourish in his church. And some of us here know Jesus and trust him, and through him you are finding your way daily into the Father's presence, you're trusting him for your needs and cherishing him in his people, but you've not yet found his purpose for your life or his current purpose where you are now. Why not seek him this year with renewed vigor in his mission to the world? So let me take you back to the question I asked you to ask each other at the start. Which of these ways of seeking God in his presence, in his people, and in his purpose do you find the hardest? Why not specifically choose to seek him in that way this coming year? You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you. Declares the Lord. Shall we pray? I will.